Faith, Hope and Love, episode 319, the 23rd Sunday in Ordinary Time, Year B. In Australia, it's Father's Day this weekend, the first Sunday of September. We give thanks today for all fathers, for their love, their care, their generosity. We pray that God grants them joy in their family and friends and health and strength. For all fathers who have passed into eternal life, may God give them a permanent place at the heavenly feast that never ends, for all their goodness and kindness. This is Faith, Hope and Love. You are just, O Lord, and your judgment is right. Treat your servant in accord with your merciful love. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. Happy Father's Day to all our dads in the community. May God bless you and grant you peace and joy. We also pray for all dads who have gone before us that they now are enjoying the peace, joy and mercy of God's kingdom. We come together as brothers and sisters in Christ, so let us prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries by first recalling our sins and remembering Christ's greater mercy. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Christ have mercy, Christ have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of goodwill. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. We give you thanks for your great glory. Lord God, have
let us pray for true Christian freedom. O God, by whom we are redeemed and receive adoption, look graciously upon your beloved sons and daughters, that those who believe in Christ may receive true freedom and an everlasting inheritance. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Say to those who are of a fearful heart, Be strong, do not fear. Here is your God. He will come with vengeance, with terrible recompense. He will come and save you. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened, and the ears of the deaf unstopped. Then the lame shall leap like a deer, and the tongue of the mute sing for joy. For waters shall break forth in the wilderness, and streams in the desert. The burning sand shall become a pool, and the thirsty ground springs of water. The Word of the Lord. Praise the Lord, my soul. It is the Lord who keeps faith forever, who is just to those who are oppressed. It is God who gives bread to the hungry, the Lord who sets prisoners free. It is the Lord who gives sight to the blind, who raises up those who are bowed down. The Lord who protects the stranger and upholds the widow and orphan. It is the Lord who loves the just, but thwarts the path of the wicked. The Lord will reign for ever. Zion's God from age to age. Alleluia. Praise the Lord, my soul. A reading from the letter of St. James. My brothers and sisters, do you, with your acts of favouritism, really believe in our glorious Lord Jesus Christ? For if a man with gold rings and in fine clothes comes into your assembly, and if a poor person in dirty clothes also comes in, and if you take notice of the one wearing the fine clothes and say, have a seat here, please. While to the one who is poor, you say, Stand there, or sit at my feet. Have you not made distinctions among yourselves and become judges with evil thoughts? Listen, my beloved brothers and sisters. Has not God chosen the poor in the world to be rich in faith, and to be heirs of the kingdom that he has promised to those who love him? 
the word of the Lord. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. Jesus preached the good news of the kingdom and healed all who were sick. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Returning from the region of Tyre, Jesus went by the way of Sidon towards the Sea of Galilee in the region of the Decapolis. They brought to him a man who was deaf and who had an impediment in his speech, and they begged him to lay his hand on him. Jesus took him aside in private, away from the crowd, and put his fingers into his ears, and he spat and touched his tongue. Then, looking up to heaven, he sighed and said to him, Ephatha, that is, be opened. And immediately the man's ears were opened, his tongue was released, and he spoke plainly. Then Jesus ordered them to tell no one, but the more he ordered them, the more zealously they proclaimed it. They were astounded beyond measure, saying, He has done everything well. He even makes the deaf to hear, and those who cannot to speak. The Gospel of the Lord Thank goodness for the letter of St. James. It's a wonderful practical instruction that remains very relevant today, as it did back in the time of its original writing. Faith and discipleship have very practical implications. Following Jesus means a radical transformation of attitude, behaviour and vision. We're called to be people who can see beyond appearances. People who don't settle on worldly standards of value, but are trained by our loving God to see the world as God sees it and to see the true value of people and of things around us with the standards of Christ's gospel. The gospel looks into the heart of the person, not the outward appearances, and that goes to the true spirit of the law and not just the letter which values the doing of Jesus' words more than the mere saying of them. This is why Jesus calls us to constantly pray, to spend our time meditating on the scriptures and pondering their meaning. This is why we're called to gather in community and not try and go it alone, to be supported and challenged by the teachings of the faith community as it journeys towards the fullness of Jesus' kingdom. Our Lord, while healing the man in today's gospel, says to him, Be opened. And he says to each one of us too, Be opened. Be opened to my new way of seeing things in the world. Be opened to listening and hearing God's ways in your lives. We could spend a long time reflecting on the implications of the message in today's letter from St. James. With its resounding clarity, do not make distinctions. Do not judge by outward appearances. The ordinary worldly standard of judging by wealth or status is not applicable in God's kingdom. In fact, if any preference is to be given, it's to the poor, the needy, the outcast, the widow, the orphan, the sinner, the one who's most struggling. 
In the Gospel, the description of the physical journey taken by Jesus is very interesting. It's a long, long journey. Geographically, it's a bit odd. It's a bit like saying, comparative to local geography here, that Jesus travelled by foot from the equivalent of surface paradise in southeast Queensland, heading for Brisbane but via Canungra and Tambourine Mountain. That was not in any sense a shortcut. Quite the opposite. It's the long way around. The long, long way around. This journey in Jesus' own homeland was purposeful, slow, and isolated in many areas. It's fairly clear that Jesus was taking the slow, steady journey to go out of his way to meet people who were often forgotten on the edges of the geography of the area. And also, it was a slow journey to take lots of quality time to be alone with his disciples at some length, to slowly but surely teach them and to reveal to them his radical and true vision of the kingdom of God, which was very different from what they expected from previous experiences and values. In the early years of the church, it would have been a real change of mindset for Christians when they gathered together as one group because they met in church, the rich and the very poor. Even more interesting, the master and the slave would have to sit down as equals in God's house. We too can fall into the trap of making distinctions, being partial or biased or having favoritism. The name we use is Christian, and being followers of Christ requires that long, slow journey of changed attitudes and actions and a forming of new mind with God's grace, where Christ's thinking and values replace our old earthly values. In many ways, it's a lifelong journey, and along the way we might stumble, or we may occasionally fall back into attitudes and behaviours that are not the ways of Jesus and are really nothing more than the ways of the world around us. So we have to be vigilant. We have to be on our guard against these traps, these contradictions, these hypocrisies that can arise even in the most well-meaning of disciple of Christ. Any contradictions of our own behaviour as Christians are things which non-Christians, even though they may not share our beliefs, are very quick to notice and point out. Non-Christians often claim that any perceived inconsistency in our behaviour as compared with the message of the gospel, is a real barrier to our credibility. St. James in the second reading would agree with that. There are so many ways, big and small, where we can often unwittingly, without realising, contradict the radical message of Jesus. St. James says that partiality, favouritism and self-interest have nothing to do with the gospel. It's also a slow and subtle start of a form of cronyism and favouritism and corruption that in secular societies as well as in religious communities is absolutely poisonous. Any sense of entitlement or partiality can derail a community. It would certainly move it further away from the gospel of Christ. We must be on our guard against it, and it's an easy mistake to fall into. We can all be tempted to trade in the message and vision of Jesus and swap it for a pale, watered-down, self-serving imitation of Christianity. Jesus invites us, be opened. Be open to my ways. Be opened to my values and vision. He offers to heal us of any spiritual barriers that prevent us from seeing and hearing the truth of our own values and motives. 
and the truth of how close we are to Jesus' values or how far we are from them in reality. So our Lord gives the man back his hearing. God still achieves that today in ways that go beyond that particular healing. God invites and allows people to be open and truly hear him, to truly perceive. But God knows that the more faithfully one listens to God's unique voice within our hearts, where the Spirit of God lives, the better one hears what's happening outside us. We too add to the chorus of voices saying, He does all things well. He manages to transform the most trying of situations, passing through the bitter valley and, in its wake, making it a place of springs. I believe in God the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. We have gathered as a community trusting in the promises of God, so let us offer our prayers with confidence. For the Church called to be a pilgrim in this world, that we may look towards the everlasting city. We pray to the Lord for the world and all its people, that they may be able to hear and see God's word in action. We pray to the Lord for the poor that they may be rich in faith and empowered to work for a better life for themselves and their children. We pray to the Lord. For people whose sight, hearing or speech is impaired, that we may be sensitive to their rights and not be prejudiced by misconceptions. We pray to the Lord. For the welcome of our dead into heaven, that we will all end our journey with you, our Maker, especially those for whom we now pray. We pray to the Lord. God of mercy, we ask you to hear now these prayers we make through Christ our Lord, Amen. 
Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. By the mystery of this water and wine, may we come to share in the divinity of Christ, who humbled himself to share in our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. With humble spirit and contrite heart, may we be accepted by you, O Lord, and may our sacrifice in your sight this day be pleasing to you, Lord God. Wash me, O Lord, from my iniquity. Cleanse me from my sin. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at our hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. O God, who give us the gift of true prayer and of peace, graciously grant that through this offering we may do fitting homage to your divine majesty, and by partaking of the sacred mystery, we may be faithfully united in mind and heart. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For we know it belongs to your boundless glory that you came to the aid of mortal beings with your divinity, and even fashioned for us a remedy out of mortality itself, that the cause of our downfall might become the means of our salvation through Christ our Lord. Through him the host of angels adores your majesty and rejoices in your presence for ever. May our voices, we pray, join with theirs in one chorus of exultant praise as we acclaim, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dew fall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread, and, giving thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, 
and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The Mystery of Faith When we eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim your death, O Lord, until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one, by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, and Mark, our Bishop, and his assistant, Ken, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. Amen. At the Saviour's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, you said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. May this mingling of the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ bring eternal life to us who receive it. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. 
Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Grant us peace. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, who by the will of the Father and the work of the Holy Spirit, through your death, gave life to the world, free me by this your most holy body and blood from all my sins and from every evil. Keep me always faithful to your commandments and never let me be parted from you. May the receiving of your body and blood, Lord Jesus Christ, not bring me to judgment and condemnation, but through your loving mercy, be for me protection in mind and body and a healing remedy. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. May the body of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. May the blood of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. The Communion Antiphon like the deer that yearns for running streams, so my soul is yearning for you, my God. My soul is thirsting for God, the living God. A prayer for spiritual communion in union with all who are unable to physically receive communion at this time. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you in my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there, and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. The Body of Christ. Amen. The blood of Christ. Amen. Let us pause for a time of quiet post-communion prayer and reflection.
What has passed our lips as food, O Lord, may we possess in purity of heart, that what has been given to us in time may be our healing for eternity. Let us pray. Grant that your faithful, O Lord, whom you nourish and endow with life through the food of your word and heavenly sacrament, may so benefit from your beloved Son's great gifts that we may merit an eternal share in his life. Who lives and reigns for ever and ever. Amen. Thanks everyone and happy Father's Day again to all fathers. I pray you have a grace-filled and compassion-filled week. The Lord be with you. Let's bow our heads and pray for God's blessing, especially on all fathers. God our Father, in your wisdom and love you made all things. We give thanks for and ask you to bless all fathers. Grant them wisdom and love to always be good fathers. Let the example of their faith and love shine forth. Grant that we, their sons and daughters, may honour them always with a spirit of profound respect. Grant this through Christ our Lord. Amen. And may Almighty God bless you all in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace. Faith, Hope and Love, Christian Worship and Reflection, led by Rev. Paul Kelly. Prayers and Chants, the Roman Missal, 3rd edition, copyright 2010, the International Commission on English and the Liturgy. Scriptures, New Revised Standard Version, copyright 1989 and 2009, the NCC USA. Psalms, 1963 and 2009, The Grail, Collins Publishers. Prayers of the Faithful, Together We Pray, by Robert Borg, E.J. Dwyer Publishers, 1993, Sydney, Australia. Sung Mass in Honour of St. Ralph Sherwin, by Jeffrey M. Ostrovsky, The Gloria, copyright 2011, ccwatershed.org. Faith, Hope and Love theme hymn in memory of William John Kelly, inspired by 1 Corinthians 13, 1-13. Music by Paul W. Kelly, arranged and sung with additional lyrics by Stefan Kelp, 2019. Quiet Time Instrumental Reflection Music, written by Paul W. Kelly, 1988, 2007, and this arrangement, Stephen Kelp, 2020. Today I Arise, Patricia J. Kelly, original words and music by Paul W. Kelly, inspired by St. Patrick's Prayer, arranged and sung with additional lyrics by Stephen Kelp, 2019. Production by KER 2021. May God bless and keep you. Today I arise with love from on high, the name of the three.